the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. It's spring, and Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island is your lawn care company. Call them today for a free quote, 401-392-1025. Check out their website, lawndoctor.com. Your best lawn ever, guaranteed. Call them now. Get that spring program. You have the fertilizer, then you guaranteed broadleaf crabgrass control. Your best lawn ever, guaranteed. Call Lawn Doctor today. Check out their website, lawndoctor.com, or call them 401-392-1025. As I was saying, the worker shortage, we really don't have a shortage of workers. We have a shortage of people who want to go into the workplace. Again, it's human nature, right? You're on unemployment. You're getting a certain amount. Suddenly, President Biden, the federal government says, on top of what you're getting from your state, we're going to give you an extra 300 a week if you just stay at home. So enough people are saying, even if I go back to work, it's really not that much more than if I stay home. Some people, they can make more by staying home. In the next few months, this isn't people that need money. You know what? It doesn't matter really what time of year. I mean, I would like to, I think it's worse in the summertime for the people that want to stay home. But even if it was, um, as long as the money is coming in, so uh, then it it's just, it's it's problematic. But now it's going to affect everyone. Businesses are not going to be open in September. A lot of businesses are not going to make it because they just don't have the workers. And you can't say, well, people can only, this has been tough. People can only kind of, you know, let's all band together and kind of grind it out for so long. Um, you, you're talking about, and there's no end in sight. And, and this is political. It's political because I think Governor McKee, who did address it at his COVID briefing, he said he's not going to force people to go back to work. Um, Secretary of Commerce Raimondo, she kind of tipped the hand of how the progressives feel, and that is that they would start to attack him by saying, it's not safe, you're forcing people to go back into a workforce, and it's not safe, and that's wrong, and you shouldn't be doing that. And that, that gives you insight. The, the situation, I believe, with Governor McKee is he's facing a primary. He wants to get elected governor. That primary is September of next year. If he would have forced people back, number one, it'd be like him ending the party. He would become wildly unpopular. And then you would have these people that say that they were forced to go back to work because of him. And then if someone got sick, he made them go back and it's a single mother. And 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 the whole thing, I mean, it would just, it would be tough. It'd be tough PR. There are some governors that are going to do it. I think it's the governors that are going to do it are people who are either term limited out. They're doing the right thing, by the way. That's what the governor should do. I just don't think he's he's going to do it based on the fact of what I've been saying. And that is that there are people, primarily the general treasurer, Seth Magazina, would use it against him. And I think Secretary Raimondo kind of tipped the hand of exactly what they would be doing but the economy is slowing as businesses face a worker shortage but think about that there are plenty of workers but if you're paying people to stay home that's socialism do you notice everything's an incentive now right now it's like we need to give them a bonus an incentive to go back to work people need an incentive to to get the vaccine you know pretty soon it's going to be we need to give people an incentive to pay their rent on time that that is very dangerous to get into where everything becomes an incentive. That's not the way our system has been built. That's where we've been different. That is socialism. That's what happened to Venezuela. It's unsustainable. It collapses. Now, I also want to point out that the state of Florida, their Senate Bill 90, regarding signed into law by Governor DeSantis, Florida's election integrity law provides reasonable, effective reforms to the electoral process which the majority American voters support. To put it simply, makes it easy to vote, harder to cheat. Protecting the integrity of our election should be nonpartisan, non-controversial. Democrats are dishonestly peddling lies to weaken our voting process, just as they did in Georgia. Floridians know how to run their own elections. Democrats are terrified of a transparent, secure election process. 
continue to protect election integrity and every level of the process look forward to defending this law in court so some of the things that included requiring biannual maintenance of florida's online voter registration system to ensure its strength prohibiting state election officials from receiving private donations related to voter outreach nelly gobia gets that mandating increased transparency from counting voting websites on election day rhode island does not have that strengthening vote by mail drop box security rhode island does not have that enhancing transparency regarding ballot duplication voter registration election day numbers we have none of that tightening provisions on partisan ballot harvesting we have all of that and shouldn't and a big part of this as many of you know if you listen to the show and that is that we have what is considered think of that the state of rhode island is considered the worst voter rolls in the entire country it's by design it's not an accident that secretary of state nelly gobia the most important election next year for the rhode island republican party is that secretary of state's office someone needs to get a hold of that voter list now folks on this friday i want to remind you if you're ever in an auto accident motorcycle accident slip and fall workplace injury domestic abuse listen fight back call jack attorney jack helvino 401-785-9400 free consultation personal injury law you need a fighter now you are entitled to be compensated for your injuries if you were involved with some kind of auto accident or a slip and fall or a workplace injury but you need a fighter they're not going to just hand it to you unfortunately fight back call jack when the insurance company says sorry that's the best we can do call 401-785-9400 free consultation fight back call jack and online at fightbackcalljack.com he's jack calvino he's a fighter he will fight to get you or a family member what you are entitled to i wish the system were different but it's not they're not just going to hand it over to you but you need a fighter someone will fight back fight back call jack attorney jack calvino 401-785-9400 or online at fightbackcalljack.com you're listening to the john DePietro show john DePietro on am 1380 99.9 fm folks you can always listen online at the website petro.com we have made it tough friday and don't forget it is mother's day weekend i want you to stop by and see our friends rhode island's number one garden center they are fully stocked for mother's day pr landscape materials and garden center 3688 quaker lane in north kingstown stop in and see them they have tropical plants now available hibiscus bushes assorted colors mandevillas annuals perennials trees shrubs mulch loam stone they're open seven days a week rhode island's number one garden center look for them on facebook pr landscape materials and garden center 3688 quaker lane in north kingstown or maybe get your uh your mom or your grandmother uh the mom in your life get them a gift certificate uh, easy to get to right off route Four, thirty-six eighty-eight 3688 quaker lane in north kingstown i'll see you shop local and they have a beautiful selection it's pr landscape materials and garden center well it is friday in the jobs report folks um again first of all i want to wish all the mothers out there very happy mother's day but the jobs report is way off way off the Biden administration they were thinking one million jobs added in the latest jobs report how about uh almost close to under two hundred thousand? and the reason is well it came out yesterday see we have a problem there's a problem the biden administration they started this the states are now inheriting it the economy is getting hit with a shortage of workers there's high unemployment but a shortage of workers how can that be that's normally not how it should be but we have high unemployment but shortage of workers why because the biden administration announced that they're going to give everybody on unemployment an extra 300 a week and that's going to last until september and rhode island's restaurant tourism industry is going to be hurt by it and a lot of businesses if you if you're not open if you don't have the workers you can't be open if you can't be open you can't make money if you can't make money you can't pay sales tax this is going to affect everyone this is socialism this is wrong you can't pay people to stay home folks it's human nature now we're in may to talk about i mean a couple of months who who listing right now be honest wouldn't mind what if i told you you can make more by not working 
and have off June, July, and August. Summer off? I mean, this goes back to, what, high school? A lot of people started working during college. Summer off. That's what's available. And what I think is frightening is the fact that um, that they, they, I, I'm not convinced that it'll end in September because they'll, then they'll start to be the, the movement. Governor, uh, excuse me, former governor, but Secretary Raimondo, she's kind of floating out what is the line for the progressives, for the left, for the socialists. And that is, we're not sure it's safe to go back because of COVID. They're going to use that COVID excuse. Maybe there's a strain coming. As long as people can make excuses, then they're, they're not going to go in. Think of if you're a student and the teacher always allows you to make excuses. I forgot my homework. I didn't have my book with me. Uh, something happened, you know, the old excuse, the dog ate my homework. What about if you have to hand in a, some kind of a, a report and you say, I just need another week and then another week. And if there's no penalty, then students would still continue to keep making excuses. As long as you keep providing people with what you consider to be reasonable excuses, um, then this is just going to continue. And then people are going to say, no, I don't want to go back. But folks, the problem is, you're working i'm working all of us are working right we are not set up or designed that you're going to have all these people that decide they don't want to be part of the workforce but it's already affecting retail stores that can't be open they don't have the workers restaurants can't stay open as the ladies they'd like to because there's a worker shortage there's well it's a challenge to run your business these days maybe you need to find the right type of workers why not let MEGA professionals find them for you? Call MEGA professionals today, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508-336-7801. MEGA, M-E-G-A, professionals, 508-336-7801. Maybe if you need workers, maybe you have workers and won't come back to work. You need drivers, certified help, part-time, full-time, maybe weekend work. You need the professionals at MEGA Professionals. Let them find the workers for you. They screen them all out. They send them right over to you. Serving Rhode Island, Massachusetts, call them today, 508-336-7801. Maybe you need mechanics or skilled labor or warehouse workers, office workers, professionals, even those in the healthcare profession. MEGA Professionals, call them today, 508-336-7801. Again, 508-336-7801. You focus on your business. Let MEGA professionals help you find the workers. MEGA professionals, 508-336-7801. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. Spring is here time to contact bethel certified softwash you can text jared a free estimate at 401-617-2585 bethel certified softwash they have a great website it's rhodeislandsoftwashing.com outside your home let's get rid of the grime and the stains maybe some of that that green algae and moss and mildew that build up over the course of the winter call bethel certified soft wash today again outside your restaurant or your home or a roof or a deck or a patio or a walkway it's bethel certified soft wash remember it's biodegradable it's plant safe look for them on facebook bethel b-e-t-h-e-l their facebook page the before and after are just tremendous contact them today for a free same day text estimate 401 617 2585 401 617 2585 again remember they have a great website it's rhodeislandsoftwashing.com bethel certified soft wash and power wash folks it is my pleasure right now joining us on the line what an incredible new book 
the case against the new censorship protecting free speech from big tech progressive universities. It is the world-renowned Alan Dershowitz, Professor Dershowitz. It's John DePietro. You're on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Congratulations on this new book. Well, thank you. At least you're not canceling me. Megan McCain canceled me. She tried to cancel me on The View. Um, she's no civil libertarian. Wow. Uh, she wrote, a, she wrote a, a thing saying, because I was accused, even though I was falsely accused by a woman I never met, never heard of, and wrote a whole book about it. Um, Megan McCain says, if you're accused of anything, you can't be on The View. Fortunately, she was overruled. But uh, uh, you can admire and support McCain. I certainly admired and supported her father, but uh, she has a, a little bit of learning to do. I, I you agree. Know, what you America is about. Agree. I normally don't, but in that particular case, just what the media goes after. Uh, actually, normally I'm pretty critical of her. Uh, touch on, though, you know, you're exactly right, Professor Dershowitz. What, what brought you to write this? I mean, you've written different books, but this particular book, and it is amazing in 2021 how much free speech is under attack. Well, the reason I wrote the book, because I've written a lot about free speech under attack by governments. I've been litigating free speech cases against the government since the 1960s when I was like 29 years old. I argued my first case in the Supreme Court on behalf of a banned movie called I Am Curious Yellow. So I have defended free speech against the government. Uh, over and over and over again, Pentagon Papers, you name it. But now it's a new problem, and it's much more dangerous because it's not the government that's censoring. You can beat the government in court. It's private parties. It's the big tech. It's YouTube. It's, you know, Facebook. It's Twitter. And you can't beat them in court because they have their own First Amendment rights. So we have to beat them in the court. And I decided to write this book to take on the big tech and to take on the private universities and take on quote graduates or really big graduates who want to deny free speech. The current cancel culture and attack on free speech is even more dangerous than the McCarthyism I experienced when I was a young kid in college. Folks, again, I was speaking with Professor Alan Dershowitz. You know, I like how you get into the events leading up to the free speech crisis. Was the election fair? When did you first notice that we weren't even supposed to discuss whether or not this was a fair election? When people called me on the phone and wanted me to represent them, my pillow guy, uh, Mike Lindell and, and others, um, I don't necessarily agree with them. Uh, people have the right to take whatever positions they want on the election. I'm a liberal Democrat. I voted for Joe Biden. Um, but I think Mike Lindell has the right to say the election wasn't fair. I think anybody has the right. I think President Trump has the right. I think President Trump had the right to say what he said. Uh, in, in, in Washington, D.C. on January 6th. I don't agree with much of what he said, but, uh, you know, Voltaire once said, I may disagree with what you say, but I will defend to the death your right to say it. That's been my principle. I defended the rights of Nazis, Nazis, to march through Skokie, Illinois, which is a community of Holocaust survivors. They did it to provoke and to make angry and to, and to create all kinds of difficulties for Holocaust survivors, and yet I defended their right to do it because... If the Nazis can't march through Skokie, then Martin Luther King can't march through Birmingham. You can't have a First Amendment that applies for me, but not for thee. Professor Dershowitz, how did big tech arrive at this? And also, do the progressives, do they realize that they're limiting free speech in in this way? Because you would think it would be the opposite, that the progressives would absolutely embrace free speech, but they they really don't. They don't. In fact, many progressives don't believe in free speech. Um, many professors now are beginning to write articles. What's the big deal about free speech? It's patriarchal. It's colonialist. It's imperialist. It gives advantage to articulate people. And it's, you know, it's, for the first time in my lifetime, academics 
are beginning to write uh, academic articles against the First Amendment, against due process. And the reason is obvious. These millennials and these progressives, they're not progressives, they're regressives. They think they know the truth. They think they know the truth of the big T, just the way Stalin thought he knew the truth, and Hitler thought he knew the truth, and Bob thought he knew the truth, and Castro thought he knew the truth. If you know the truth with a big T, why do you need dissenting views? We know, they know that every time a white policeman shoots a black uh, person, of course the policeman is at fault. They know that uh, every time a woman accuses a man, uh, like Megan McCain, they know the man, of course, has to be guilty. And the woman, of course, is a, is, is a victim. If somebody says the election is unfair, we know it was fair. So why do we need dissenting views? Somebody says, hey, I'm a little worried about the vaccine. No, 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 no. Everybody should take the vaccine. So it's the idea that we know the truth. And if you know the truth, what do you need these cumbersome things like dissent, free speech, due process? They just get in the way of progress. And they got in the way of progress for communism. They got in the way of progress for fascism. And they're getting in the way of progress for progressivism. Professor Dershowitz, you've been on uh, a college campus for a long time. Um, yeah. what, how is this the worst you've ever seen it on the universities as far as their, you know, you have students that will come out and say that they don't feel comfortable exposing or I should say revealing some of a lot of their views in a classroom discussion because they they just know how it will be received by the professor. I get that all the time from students. Um, a lot of it has to do with Israel. If you have pro-Israel students, uh, even if they're critical of Israel, if they favor the two-state solution, they're afraid to say anything positive about Israel because they'll be downgraded. They're certainly afraid to say anything positive about Republicans or conservatives or Donald Trump. And yes, there's a terrific fear of saying uh, anything. Well, look at what happened to the uh, guy who runs um, Brooklyn Center, the little town outside of Minneapolis, yeah. yes. where uh, Kim Potter uh, accidentally came, thought she was tasering and she shot and killed a young black man. And the, the head of the town uh, said, well, she certainly ought to get due process. Due process, yes. And he got fired. Yes. And there were threats. If he didn't <laughs> get fired, uh, there would be violence and demonstrations. So now you get fired for asserting a constitutional right? I mean, what is going on here? Yeah. And that's why I wrote the book. I hope people will read the book. And I hope, more important, I hope people will act on it because the only recourse we have is to defeat these new censors in the court of public opinion make it clear we don't accept what you're saying we don't accept what you're doing we will fight back we will create alternative sources like rumble i'll give you a story so bobby kennedy who is the uh, son of the former attorney general robert kennedy um is great environmental lawyer and critical or skeptical about vaccines so he challenged me to do a debate on the constitutionality on legal issues medical issues we had this wonderful hour-long debate tens of thousands of people watched it and enjoyed it and people even changed views as a result of it hmm. youtube took it down they said we don't want anybody to hear a debate on vaccination we don't think it's a debatable issue and so now you have to go to rumble if you want to watch me debate hmm. uh, bobby kennedy and I hope people will go to Rumble and watch this debate. You know, what YouTube was basically saying is Dershowitz is right, Kennedy is wrong. I don't want to win by default. Right. I don't want to win by censorship. I want to beat Bobby Kennedy in the open marketplace of ideas. I want people to say, hey, we listen to both points of view. We think Dershowitz is right and Kennedy's wrong. Uh, or the opposite. That's what debate's about. That's what free speech is about. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. Professor Dershowitz, and again, folks, the book is fantastic. The Case Against the New Censorship, Professor Alan Dershowitz. Professor, what about, you know, Facebook and Twitter banning President Trump? And it all seemingly stems from just his views on the election. Um, how did this come that big tech can throw him out in that way? Well, look, it's happening all over now. It's not only big tech. Look, Simon and Schuster wants to publish some books by Vice President Pence, former Vice President Pence, and 300 employees of Simon & Schuster saying, no, no, you can't do it. We don't want Vice President Pence or any Republican or anybody who supported Trump to have a voice. So they're trying to silence opposing points of view, Simon & Schuster, you know, and, and, the, and the reason is because they're learning in universities. And the people who are in universities today, 
in 10 years will be the editors of Simon & Schuster, the people who run Facebook and others. And uh, that's uh, the problem. The problem is that universities are training people to think sensorially and to stop uh, debates from occurring and hearing two sides of an issue. And that's not only frightening for the present, it's very frightening for the future. You know, it's very uh, under attack these days. And he doesn't say anything obscene. He doesn't encourage violence. But Tucker Carlson, because he has a successful show, because he has a well-researched show, he's entitled to his views. There is such an effort right now to just, Tucker should not be allowed to have a show. They need to take him off the air. He needs to be silenced. Well, let me tell you about the hypocrisy on all sides. So I used to be a regular on Tucker Carlson's show. And then once I was on his show and I criticized something he said about immigration, I've never been asked back. Hmm. So he, too, engages in, in censorship. So, uh, you know, you have to understand that it's coming from both sides. And uh, Tucker Carlson used to accept all points of view. But when you criticize him, he doesn't like it either. And someone else who I think uh, you're going to see is like Joe Rogan. I think he said yesterday, uh, if you're a young person, you're healthy. Yeah, you probably don't need to get the vaccine. Professor, watch the uproar. There'll be, there'll be pressure on Spotify. Not that he has a different point of view. He needs to be canceled. He needs to be removed for even thinking that. What we need to do is have me on the show to oppose him and explain why it's very important for young people to get vaccinated. Yep. That COVID has all kinds of negative implications for people's health in the future. Um, I come from a family of doctors, both my grandchildren in medical school, my daughter-in-law is a, a doctor. They're fighting COVID day and night, and they understand the implications uh, for young people. The data now shows that a lot of young people survive the first encounter with COVID very easily, and they don't don't get sick and then six months down the line they get sick and we don't know what's going to happen you know two years down the line we also don't know what's going to happen with the vaccine life is full of risks and cost benefit analysis and i generally go with the science and uh, i hope the science is correct yep. i wrote a piece in march of last year two months ago already now in which i said believe science but be skeptical of scientists because in those days the scientists were saying, don't wear the masks. They were they were not telling us the truth. They didn't want us to buy masks. They wanted the masks to be available to the front first responders. And they said that COVID is spread by touch, not by aerosol. And I wrote a piece saying, I don't believe either of those two positions. I'm skeptical, and I'm going to tell my family to wear masks, and I'm going to tell my family to stay six feet away because of aerosol. And, you know, I turned out to be right. Uh, and And... Science isn't always right all the time, but like democracy, it's better than all of its alternatives. Folks, again, we're speaking with Professor Alan Dershowitz. Uh, it's the John DePietro Show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Professor, what about, could you touch on Chapter 3, Violent Responses to Speech and Incitement? Well, what we hear now is violent threats all over the place. Violent responses to Everything, violent responses to jury verdicts. I mean, the reason I think, for example, the Chauvin verdict has to be reversed by the United States Supreme Court is that the 12 jurors obviously felt what the one alternative jurors already told us she felt. Afraid that if they came out with a verdict that was not liked by the public, there'd be violence. And so, you know, violent reaction to uh, to speech is uh, is extremely dangerous. It's another form of censorship. And uh, it's uh, something that shouldn't be tolerated. In the Schwaben case, I hope the Supreme Court takes the case, reverses Schwaben's conviction, sends him back for a trial with a sequestered jury. Now, I have no brief for Schwaben. I think what he did was terrible, based just on the videotape. was terrible, but he didn't get a fair trial. And he should have a sequestered jury, and it should be outside of Minneapolis. The same is true of the three co-defendants. The same is true of uh, Officer Pam Potter and others who have been affected. They should have sequestered juries because Al Sharpton and, and Maxine Waters shouldn't determine the outcome of jury trials. Mm. Professor, on uh, two different notes, could you just touch on, I believe that 
Senator Ted Cruz was at one time a student of yours, and and I believe I've heard you say he was he was just one of the most brilliant students you've ever had. He was, and one of the most important students and interesting students because, you know, I never tell students what to think. There's 50 years at Harvard, I never told them what to think. I try to teach them how to think, and I'm always the devil's advocate. And when Ted was in the class, I didn't have to be the devil's advocate because he was the devil himself. He <laughs> made all these right-wing arguments all wow. the time. And uh, it was great to have him as a student. I, took, I had him for two classes, and he was you know, one of the most outstanding students. Uh, uh, some of the students didn't like him because they said he was too smart for his own good. But everybody acknowledged how smart he was. Yeah, and, and, and again, you know, you didn't agree with his views, but no, he was, uh, you know, <laughs> relentless in being able to present them. And what about the de- dedication of your book, Someone who, uh, who I Highly Respect, and that's Harvey Silverglade? Harvey has been my colleague and my friend for, I think it's, he was my student in 1967. So count the years. Uh, it's uh, over 50 years, over 55 years. We've litigated cases together. He is a principal civil libertarian. He always takes a back seat. He's very quiet. He's written several important books about university censorship, about overcriminalization. He is one of the few genuine, genuine liberals left in America. Remember, don't confuse liberal with left. You can be a liberal on the right. You can be a liberal conservative. A liberal is somebody who is open-minded, willing to hear all sides of all issues, and uh, generally tolerant of uh, other points of view. And that's Harvey Silverweight personified. Professor, before I let you go, can you also just comment on uh, Sharon Osborne and even Piers Morgan, for that matter? But Sharon Osborne, she was basically fired from the talk because she was defending her friend and said, I don't see where he's a racist. And basically, because of that, she was fired off the show on CBS. Well, that's happening over and over and over again. People are terrified to say in public what they are used to at least be willing to say in private. Today, they're afraid in private. Today, universities are going back and looking at posts that you may have done four years earlier to friends in which you may have expressed some point of view that is unpopular. And they're sending admissions to universities based on posts. And they're doing it very selectively. They're doing it very selectively, racially selectively, gender selectively, and in other ways selectively. And so it's, it's, it's very, very dangerous. People should be applauded for having different points of view and should be encouraged to produce diversity. And I don't mean only racial diversity. I mean ideological diversity. And ideological diversity is just not being permitted on campuses today. Oh, so and in and major networks yes. and other areas of life. Uh, look, uh, uh, many magazines now have fired people. Publishers are refusing to publish books. It's spreading. That's why I think my book, The Case Against the New Censors, is important. You can get it on Kindle and, you know, uh, Amazon or any other place that books are sold. So I hope people will read it and will act on it. Folks, the book is The Case Against the New Censorship, Protecting Free Speech from Big Tech, Progressive Universities. He is professor, author, attorney, Alan Dershowitz. Professor, an honor to talk to you. Congratulations on the book. We'll talk to you again. Thank you. My honor. All right, folks, there it is. Alan Dershowitz right here on the John DePietro Show. Right now, it's 12. Mega truck and trailer appear. Call them today. Commercial trailers, diesel equipment, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508-336. 2110, 508-336-2110 for MEGA, M-E-G-A, MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. As I said, commercial trailers, diesel equipment, free estimates, FHWA inspections and Rhode Island State Inspection Station, trailer pickup and delivery, 24-hour mobile service serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. It's MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508-336-2110. 24-hour mobile service, and also ABS repairs, brakes, doors. Listen, if it's on a trailer, MEGA truck and trailer repair, they can repair it. Call them today, 508-336-2110, 508-336-2110. It's MEGA truck and trailer repair.
If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional. And she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVest Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. For all your tree needs, call the tree trimming experts in Lincoln. It's Yankee Tree Service. Call them today for a free quote, 401-439-6028. Yankee Tree Service, 401-439-6028. Fully insured tree removal company with a licensed arborist. Yankee Tree Service. They provide various tree services, including tree removal, pruning, land clearing, stump grinding, and bobcat service. Check out their website, yankeetreeservice.com. Whether it's for tree removal or stump grinding, Yankee Tree Service provides stump grinding so you can enjoy your landscape without the eyesore of old stumps. Tree pruning. You know, many times a tree just needs to be pruned instead of completely cut down. The licensed arborists with Yankee Tree Service, they'll help you decide what's the best treatment plan for your tree emergency service or bucket truck service they'll get up in the bucket call yankee tree service today for a free quote 401-439-6028 or online at yankeetreeservice.com folks you're listening to the john DePietro show weekdays we start at 11 we go until 2 it's am 1380 99.9 fm you can always listen online just go to the website, petro.com, and click on Listen Live. Time for our legal segment. Joining me, he is uh, one of Rhode Island's top attorneys, our legal expert, Attorney Tim Dodd. Tim, I want to start off. Um, boy, I mean, that was an explosive trial, the Derek, Officer Derek Chauvin trial regarding the death of George Floyd. He was found guilty in all three counts. You and I have been discussing that outspoken juror. You know, this is, we're just getting started, and controversy has erupted now photo showing him wearing a shirt he did attend a gathering in dc it seems like he was uh i think less than truthful on the situation regarding the juror questionnaire that was initially sent to him but now it looks like the uh the defense team they're not even waiting and and going on appeal on this whole thing why they want a new trial well asking for a new trial after the verdict um every state has a different timetable for um, making a, a request for a new trial. Um, in your petition for a new trial, you've got to set forth all of the grounds why um, the defendant was not afforded a fair trial. So defense counsel puts in the laundry list of all possibilities. And as we've discussed before, those include the judge's refusal to change the venue to delay the trial, to delay it based upon the $27 million uh, settlement uh, the Floyd family received from, the, um, from Minneapolis, um, other things, um, not sequestering the jury, which I think is the most critical for the entire mm -hmm. trial, not asking the jury what they made of the president's comments about what he hoped for with the jury verdict, what that ridiculous um, comments by Maxine Waters um, to inflame the situation. The judge did nothing about that. Now you've got this juror coming out um, wanting publicity and he's getting his publicity probably more than he ever bargained for. They've got pictures of him last fall at um, a rally in Washington, D.C., in which he is pictured wearing a um, shirt with a picture of Martin Luther King Jr. And the wording on, I believe, is um, get, your, get your knee off of our necks. Yep. And then under that, it says BLM. So he was a partisan. Now, the trick becomes, as far as he goes, right now, you can watch media outlets uh, suggesting that this guy lied, that he was not truthful, 
and it's an easy perception to walk away with. Now, what's critical here is what questions were asked in that jury questionnaire. Right. And I don't think he was untruthful. He answered the questions. He didn't say, well, one of the questions was, have you been to any um, anti-police rallies in the state of Minnesota during a specific time period? He correctly answers, no. Have you been to any other protests that are specific to um, uh, protesting to police conduct? He says, no. Those are both truthful answers. His story, if he sticks to it, is no, no. I went to D.C. to commemorate Martin Luther King's um, speech at the Washington Mall, where he, the, the I Have a Dream speech, if you will. Now, that's what he says he was there for. The overlay of that um, memorial rally for Martin Luther King's I Had a Dream speech, I think it was the anniversary, uh, members of the Floyd family were there addressing the crowd. Yes. Um, there was certainly an overtone of police conduct as it relates to um, black Americans. So he didn't raise his hand and say, well, hey, judge, the questionnaire asks these two specific questions, and I can answer no truthfully. But right. by the way, I was at this other event. He's oh. not obligated to do that necessarily. He's obligated to answer the questions that are put to him. Do I think he had an axe to grind? Do I think he had a bias? Do I think he did his best to keep his real motive and his bias uh, secret from the judge and from the attorneys. Sure, I do. But was he untruthful? Did he deceive the court? Did he lie to the court? Right now, I don't think we have sufficient evidence that he did those things. We can all know what was what we think was in this guy's heart of heart of hearts and what we think he wanted to accomplish. But I don't think there's going to be a new trial granted based upon what this guy has um, said post-trial and what we've got him doing in D.C., clearly after the George Floyd um, death and before the trial started. Do I think this is going to uh, result in a new trial based upon all the grievances defense counsel has with how this trial was conducted? No, I don't think any of the grounds that have been raised will result in a new trial with this particular judge. Um, I can't imagine this judge is going to grant a new trial, but like much else that goes on at a trial, you've got one eye on the judge and the jury before you, and you've got your other eye on preserving as many appellate issues as you can, hoping that if you lose and a, a reviewing appellate court will find something that is worthy of reversing the jury verdict and granting a new trial. So making a motion for new trial, even if it's denied, is simply one of the things defense counsel must do to preserve the record and preserve issues for appellate purposes. Tim Dodd, what if, because they do get the chance to, you know, bounce and strike, no, I don't want that person on the jury for whatever reason of that one. But what if Eric Nelson says, Judge, if I had known that this guy, you know, who's standing there in a photo from last August and a photo saying, you know, Black Lives Matter and get your knee off my neck and he was at this route, if we had known that, we would we would not have I would have said I don't want him on the jury. That that he that was information that that was just not presented. That is it because of the way that it was questioned and, and maybe you know, they, they didn't, it's hard to believe, but didn't even think of that someone might have gone to another state to something like this. Well, and, and that's exactly the trick with these things. If mm. no one thought of asking that particular question, then the juror didn't have to answer it because it was never put forth. The real question is, what questions did defense counsel perhaps want to be part of that jury questionnaire? Did everything defense counsel wanted to get in there, 
get in? Or did the judge um, strike some of the defense requests for the questionnaire because of objections made by the prosecution? We simply don't know. That really hasn't come out yet. But one would think defense counsel would have been suggesting far more questions uh, to be far more probing than would necessarily have found their way into that final questionnaire that jur potential jurors were um, provided with. Um, we don't know that. Um, and we don't know if truly anyone would have thought to ask, hey, are you going to go to any other sort of rally um, at which anything about this case or anything about police conduct or anything about George Floyd could have possibly been discussed. That broad question apparently was never put to these jurors. Tim, could there be information that they communicated with him? For instance, when you step back, I mean, just the fact that he was, it's not like he turned on television and there was George Floyd's brother talking you're, you're at a rally wearing a BLM shirt and up on the stage of the Floyd members speaking. Um, but is it possible that maybe we don't have all the information yet and that he did somewhat, you know, was evasive with them or maybe even untruthful? Because I, I again, that's it's one thing. Yeah, I saw the news. I saw the story. But I went to a rally and the family was speaking and I was standing there with a Black Lives Matter shirt. I mean, I. I can't imagine Eric Nelson would have allowed that person on that jury if he had known that information. If he had known, but again, jurors don't necessarily, I mean, look, this guy went in with an agenda. Yeah. So when he is asked, can you be impartial? And I, he was asked, he answered in, in I'm paraphrasing. Well, I, I know a lot of cops who I really like, and I've seen a lot of situation with cops that I'm very uncomfortable with. And I've read all about this and I've seen the video, but I can keep an open mind. And that was enough to keep him on the jury. He didn't have yep. an open mind. He knew no. exactly what he was going to do the minute the jury was sworn in. Yeah. Folks, we're going to take a quick break. A lot more turning Tim Dodd right here on the John DePietro Show. Mega Logistics, they're there to help you. Give them a call today, 401 431 2300 MEGA MEGA Logistics. If you have freight, you need freight, goods, third party brokerage for your company, warehousing and transportation. How about custom freight, supply chain management, routing, bill auditing, customer developing, proven track record with Fortune 500 companies? You can depend on MEGA MEGA Logistics. Call them today 401 431 2300. 401 431 2300. Does that sound like your company, maybe you have freight or you need freight goods, third-party brokerage, warehousing, transportation, custom freight. They have the experience. Call them today. MEGA Logistics, 401-431-2300. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. It's spring, and Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island is your lawn care company. Call them today for a free quote, 401-392-1025. Check out their website, lawndoctor.com. Your best lawn ever, guaranteed. Call them now. Get that spring program. You have the fertilizer, then you guaranteed broadleaf crabgrass control. Your best lawn ever guaranteed call lawn doctor today check out their website lawndoctor.com or call them 401-392-1025 what's the point of having an appliance if it doesn't work properly or maybe you have problems with it i'll tell you what you should do as i like to say if your appliance is dying just call ryan ryan's appliance repair 401 710 7096 easy to remember ryan's appliance repair 401 
710-7096. I've used Ryan on several occasions, whether it's for your washing machine or maybe your dryer or the refrigerator or your stove or oven or microwave, any appliance. If your appliance is dying, just call Ryan, 401-710-7096. I was having a problem with our, our clothes dryer. What would happen? It wouldn't turn on. No way they were going to dry the clothes. I called Ryan's appliance repair. He fixed that in about five minutes. Then the oven wouldn't heat up. I called Ryan's appliance repair, 401-710-7096. He fixed the, he fixed the, the oven in about five minutes. Folks, call them. All work is guaranteed for 90 days, parts and labor. Senior citizens discounts are available and Saturday appointments are available. Come on, call Ryan's appliance repair, 401-710-7096. You're listening to the John DePietro Show, folks. Weekdays, we start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, remember, if you want to get a hold of me, the easiest thing to do is log on to my website, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. Now, there, you can, if you want to listen to the program, listen live. You can also contact me that way. That's the easiest way to get me an email if you'd like to advertise on the show. And we also have all our links to social media. We have a... Uh, links to Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or also on YouTube. You can also read many of the exclusive stories that we do. We have exclusive video. You can also shop and get some of the merchandise. And at the same time, if you ever miss an episode of the John DePietro Show, if you ever miss a segment, you just log on and right at the top, it says radio show. Click onto that. It'll bring you right there and you can listen. It's all in the library fashion. It all starts by logging right on at DePietro.com. This is Dr. Fauci with your Rhode Island coronavirus update. If going to Block Island, you've got to wear your mask on the ferry. Once you arrive on Block Island, wear your mask at all times. I also encourage you to wear your mask at Ballard's, the Oar, and the Yellow Kittens. While at the beach, please wear your mask if you go in the water. We also strongly encourage wearing a mask if you rent a moped on Block Island. The only exception is if you're protesting on Block Island. Protesters in Rhode Island are not required to wear masks or social distance. It is safer for 10,000 people to stand close together on the lawn of the Statehouse with no masks than it is for 50 people to sit up top on the Block Island ferry. Next time, we will discuss why you must wear a mask playing mini golf, but not at a riot at the mall. I'm Dr. Fauci on the John DePietro Show. We're in an accident. Someone hits your vehicle. It's damaged in some way. Pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Folks, as you're riding along, you just never know. You could be dealing with a drunk driver, someone not paying attention. How about the people texting and driving? If you ever damage your vehicle, Call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. Several reasons. One, they'll handle everything for you. Two, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. And three, they'll make your car. It'll look like it just rolled out of the showroom. West Fountain Auto Body. Call them, 401-272-3340. Did someone damage your vehicle, whether it's a small fender bender or nearly total vehicle? West Fountain will restore your vehicle get it back on the road. Call them today, 401-272-3340. And remember, if you're having an accident, first thing you want to do, call the police, fill out a police report. If the tow truck shows up, tell them, let's get this vehicle over to West Fountain, 401-272-3340. It's spring and Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island is your lawn care company. Call them today for a free quote, 401 401- 392-1025. Check out their website, lawndoctor.com. Your best lawn ever, guaranteed. Call them now. Get that spring program. You have the fertilizer, then you guaranteed broadleaf crabgrass control. Your best lawn ever, guaranteed. Call Lawn Doctor today. Check out their website, lawndoctor.com, or call them 401-392-1025.